Hello tonight on Business Life. Inflation in Ghana to get worse before it begins to drop. That's the verdict of Associate Professor of Finance at Andrews University, Williams Pripra. Able to address some policies, comes up with strategies to set, um, address the prices of the foreign grid versus the urban market. So, but we should anticipate that inflation will get worse before it starts to come down. Eight banks accounted for 67% of banking industry exposure to the domestic debt exchange program, according to a PWC report. Plus, on the Joy Business Van, we bring you the concluding feature on Simply Green, the startup promoting healthy eating habits founded by autoimmune disease survivor Mariama Abubakari. We have details of these and many others coming your way all in a moment. Please stay. Kujubaka, onto our very first story. Inflation in Ghana will increase further in the coming months. This is the position of Associate Professor of Finance at Andrews University in the USA, Professor Williams Pripra. According to him, if the price dynamics from the farm gate to the market centers are not addressed, inflation will continue to surge. His comment is coming at a time um, inflation for the month of July went up marginally again to 43.1% from the 42.2% recorded in June this year. According to figures from the Ghana Statistical Service, the rise in food and non-alcoholic beverages pushed the overall inflation up. Speaking at a press briefing, government statistician Professor Samokobnenim said food inflation continued to significantly impact the overall inflation. From both food and non-food perspective, we see an upward trend with food inflation inching up by 0.8 percentage points between June and July 2023 and non-food inflation increasing by 0.4 percentage points from 33.4 in June 2023 to 33.8 in July 2023. Disaggregating further from a locally produced item and an imported item perspective, we find an 8.2 percentage point difference between inflation for imported items and inflation for locally produced items, with imported items recording an inflation rate of 45.7% and locally produced items 37.5%. Further disaggregating year-on-year inflation from a regional perspective, the Northeast region recorded the highest rate of 64.0% and the Greater Accra region recorded the lowest rate of 31.8%, indicating about 
about a two-time difference between these two regions, that is the Northeast region and the Greater Accra region. On a month-on-month -month basis, we saw that month-on-month -month inflation inched up by 0.4 percentage point, 3.2 for June 2023, and 3.6 for July 2023. Disaggregating this from a food and non-food perspective, food Food inflation on a month-on-month -month basis was 3.8%, and non-food inflation on a month-on-month -month basis was 3.4%. Reacting to the development, Dr. Williams, Professor Williams Pripras stated that inflation is likely to surge further if the agricultural policies are not strengthened. So, we, we all bank issued a report that, um, that we, we should anticipate this, and also, also in our IMF document, and it's already mentioned that the situation will get very worse before it, turn, it will get better. So all these issues are going to be at play. Um, noticing that um, rice is also going to be in, in shortage because of the, the Indian um, policy. Indian controls about 40% of the rice production and are sent to um, some part of Europe and Africa. So food prices or inflation is going to go up because of shortages. Um, so as for that belief, I, I notice I believe that it's going to get worse. Um, what I may I may say is that maybe the, the rate of increase will not be as it happened in November, December last year. Uh -huh. um, maybe the rate of increase may be marginal as we notice between um, uh, the previous month, uh, June and July. Um, something like that, but it's not going to be that kind of sharp. So if the government is able to address some policies, comes up with strategies to set, um, address the prices of the foreign grid versus the urban markets, then uh, that kind of um, issue can be an indicator. Uh, but we should anticipate that inflation will get worse before it starts to come down. All right, so let's now bring in the perspective of players in the agricultural sector with a specific focus on food inflation, which is the main price driver of inflation over the last few months now. Joining us via Zoom is the Chief Executive Officer of the Chamber of Agribusiness Ghana, Anthony Morrison, as well as the Executive Secretary of the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, Dr. Charles Nyaba. Um, pleasure you could join us, gentlemen. Um, Dr. Charles Nyaba, I would like to start off with you first. Um, inflation went up marginally to 43.1%, you have been told by the statistical service. Food inflation still contributed significantly to the overall inflation. What could be the situation from smallholder farmers? Uh, thank you and good evening. Uh, let me also say good evening to my good brother and friend, uh, Farmer Morrison. Mm. Yeah, so uh, on our part, uh, this was expected. You know, if you are sick and then you feel to consult for treatment or without taking any medication when the, the doctor prescribed medication for you to take. You don't expect to get better. Um, since uh, we started recording food price uh, inflation hikes, uh. nothing has been done in 2023 uh, for the farmer side. Uh, you know that uh, when the previous agri-minister resigned and uh, his successor came, the planting for food and jobs program was reviewed. And that is the only government policy that is supporting farmers with uh, input subsidies. That's uh, basically fertilizer and seeds. So when that happened, I think um, stakeholders were consulted, uh, ourselves were consulted among several others. 
and we all agree that the previous project was not properly implemented, leading to supply of poor quality inputs, uh, prices were skyrocketing, government itself could not actually pay suppliers like those who are importing fertilizer and seeds. Mm. So there was a need at the time to actually review the policy. When the new policy was introduced, the input credit system, which was actually to replace the fertilizer subsidy program, we all welcome it due to the way the fertilizer subsidy program was abused. But since then till now, nothing has been done. We have been waiting to hear from the ministry when this program will be rolled out. We are in the third quarter of the season that farmers haven't received anything from government. As a result, cost of inputs actually went very high. Many farmers have to reduce their farm sizes. We have a majority who produce without applying any fertilizers. When all these factors put together, obviously we should expect cost of production to go up. Mm. One other variable which is even more damning is a government introducing import duties on agro-inputs, which used not to be the case. So you take most of the agro-inputs like fertilizer seeds, uh, veterinary medications, farm machineries, equipment, all of them. There are instances that the cost of the input itself is the same as the cost of the import duties. So today, if you want the uh, charter services, what we used to do two years ago, you have to pay two times that. So once all these things are coming to the farmer, the farmer will also have to save the cost to the consumer. Mm. Okay? All right. We, we should even be lucky if the farmer are, is able to produce and save the cost to the consumer. But in most occasions, farmers do not even produce at all. So those are the factors that are contributing to the shortage of food in the market. I see. Dr. Shasnaba, do you think that we may see an end to food inflation going up when the harvest season starts? In the very short run, um, we may see some stability. Uh, some farmers from the southern part of the country have started harvesting their maize. Others are also harvesting cassava and other staples. Therefore, rice when you travel across uh, the various regions, the rice growing areas, I think now that they are applying fertilizers, harvesting will start somewhere October, November. Mm. But even with that, uh, you know, I mentioned cost of production. One cost of production goes up. Even if supply increase, it's going to be difficult for farmers to sell it at a loss. If they have to sell it at a lower price than the current price, means that they have to sell at a loss. So I don't expect to see any significant reduction in prices uh, within the, uh, this period. Great. So let me now bring in um, Anthony Morrison, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Agribusiness Ghana, um, to also share his perspective with us on this matter. Anthony, pleasure you could join us on Business Life. Now, how serious um, is the situation in Niger on the import of vegetables such as onion and tomatoes to Ghana? While at it, you can also have a bite on the inflation rate. Well, thank you very much, and a very good evening to your cherished world. Yes, of course, uh, we know the insecurity in the sub-region and its uh, impact on the food across the sub-region. Uh, we trade quite a lot uh, in terms of the ECOWAS food trade policy. Uh, while we uh, look at onion moving from uh, Niger to Nigeria, Niger to Ghana, and uh, Ghana also does similar uh, with them. Uh, with regards to a lot of uh, uh, cereals and grains. Mm. Now, if you look at it, the issue here is not primarily 
on um, Niger, Mali, and Gambia, Guinea. Nigeria itself, which is the food basket for the sub-region, is facing severe food challenges. So, and they have actually put, uh, declared a state of emergency with regards to uh, agriculture. Mm. So, we are actually facing a major challenge, not only in uh, Ghana, but also in, the, uh, in about 7 to 12 Af uh, West African countries. Now, the issue of inflation, for me, is uh, an issue of self-inflicted uh, situation. Look at the statistics. Over the past 10 years, and I'm sure my very good friend, uh, uh, Charles, will agree with me, uh, we have not really increased our budgetary allocation for uh, the agriculture sector. Mm. Now, it's estimated that our population have increased uh, to about 36 to 36 million in terms of population. Meanwhile, uh, our food importation bill keeps increasing. Over the past five years, we have doubled from $5 billion to $10 billion. And um, Ghana is a signatory to the Maputo and the Malabo Declaration of the African Union, NEPAC, uh, CADEP, and uh, we have barely done anything to even increase more than 1.1% uh, of the total budgetary allocation. Food inflation, uh, for me, I want to break it down for our viewers to understand mm. as to what actually constitutes food inflation. And when you do understand, then you know where the positive uh, factors are coming from. First is the increase in food production, which uh, Charles have alluded to. Then the cost of transportation, because the cost of transportation is on the fuel and other elements of taxes, increased insurance, increase in spare parts, all constitute the transportation because of the involvement of the middle uh, players, which are the aggregators. Then we look at labor. Labor costs have tremendously gone up, okay? Then demand and supply. So we are producing less, but the population needs to feed it. We need to eat consistently. So there is an issue over there. Then quantity is what we are buying um, readily available in terms of... Uh, availability, accessibility, and affordability. Mm. Then issues of climate change. If you, you realize, we have seen a huge impact of climate change, especially causing post-harvest losses. A uh, lot of um, farmers are not able to dry uh, their foodstuffs for us to be able to have uh, readily available foodstuffs on the, on the market, especially from the rural areas to the cities. Then we also have uh, people obviously also hoarding food, okay? then issues of taxation. And, and, and I'm very surprised why government is so adamant to these uh, issues of taxation. Myself, uh, peasant farmers, that's the Chamber of Agribusiness, peasant farmers, and uh, crop life protection, we have done a lot of advocacy and engagement. Mm. And our expectations were that in the, this whole economic restructuring and also the fact that we are in an IMF uh, process, government would have focused more in how to protect the food trade, the food production sector of the economy. And I think that uh, some of these things are now uh, uh, affecting us or the impact is going to be very hard on us. For right. instance, if you look at the, the, the World Economic uh, Intelligence Report, it says clearly that government political commitment towards food production is a major factor. So if you ask yourself, how much has government put directly into agriculture? And aside, 
our policies are not really aligned to our priorities. Okay. Okay. You know that we import over 1.2 billion of rice. We import over 1.3 billion of oil. We import over 1.6 billion of frozen chicken. We import almost a billion of frozen fish. Okay. We import over 600 million dollars of tomatoes. We import more than 800 million dollars of onion. Okay. The the fruit juice over 300 million. The, the list goes on and on and on and on, right? What is government deliberate uh, attempt to mitigate some of these things? And besides, unemployment is going up. That is the reason why you are also seeing that the, the labor market uh, gap being created. A lot of the rural folks who otherwise should be coming uh, into the rural areas to involve themselves in the production are now in the cities. And if you look at our agriculture... All right, Anthony, centers, um, conclude your no, point let, for me in a minute. Say, let, me state, let me state this very important point. All right, in a minute, the please. The National Census have showed clearly that mm. we have overage farmers in our uh, uh, census, and we also use rudimentary technologies. So if government is not making efforts to bring in a lot of youth and invest into the industry, I can tell you, for the next six months, we are going to see a lot of uh, food increase. Uh, stability will come because of uh, tomatoes. Uh, now you are seeing the benefit of the the the, the, uh, the, the short uh, period that we've done uh, mm. production. Major season will come, but major season we've done limited because of the cost of uh, fertilizers, inputs, and a lot of things that goes in. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for your time here on Business Life. Anthony Morrison is the Chief Executive Officer of the Chamber of Agribusiness Ghana sharing his perspective with us on the back of the inflation, of course, what is happening in Niger, as well as Dr. Charles Nyaba, the Executive Secretary of the Peasant Farmers Association as well. We are grateful, gentlemen, for your time. You're still watching Business Life. We've got business plan after you, uh, for you after this break. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the chop better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. You are your own person, unique, one of a kind, special. That's why you deserve everything tailored to suit your particular taste, your preference, your needs. Just like MTN Just For You. 
You can get customized offers tailored to who you are. Dial star one four one hash or use the MyMTN app to get to choose from a variety of offers made just for you. Hello, welcome back. After struggling with an autoimmune condition for a couple of years, Maria Mabubakari is back on her feet. Eating healthily improved her condition a great deal, and now she is determined to help others stay healthy. That's why she started Simply Green, a startup promoting healthy eating habits. On the Joy Business Van today, we bring you the second part of our story on Simply Green. The Joy Business Van is brought to you by EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, and MTN, everywhere you go. In 2018, Mariama Abubakari quit her job to start a food business, Granny's Delight. Business was going well until Mariama was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition. Her immune system was malfunctioning. It wasn't actually just a struggle, it was um, desperation to survive actually, that was the state I found myself and um, most conversations I've had with um, people experiencing such conditions, it's, it's something very devastating even more devastating because you won't understand what's going on and the answers you're looking for, you won't find them. Typically, there's no cure for autoimmune disorders. However, Mariama discovered through research that eating healthy would improve her condition. And yes, it did. I had to try um, a lot of things. So the initial stages were the detox stages where you, I had to go on just had watermelon just I was my body was only able to digest watermelon for like three months and then I added vegetables so for six months those were the things I was on it took me a year to start feeling better and it has actually taken me three good years of remaining consistent for me to have seen the results that I have today. Mariama counts herself fortunate as she lost friends with a similar condition along the way. Once she got back on her feet, she decided to transition from Granny's Delight to Simply Green, offering a much more healthy alternative for customers. So Simply Green is um, more healthier, um, more holistic, um, carefully selected ingredients, um, carefully prepared under the right temperature, under the right environment, um, cooked with the right kind of cooking oils, um, seasoned with only natural seasonings, um, um, served to the customer the right way. In managing such um, chronic health conditions, you would want to stay away from greasy food, um, 
gluten is also a trigger so if if you are managing autoimmune cancer any chronic health you would want to stay away from white bread even brown bread for some time to allow your body to heal to some extent before you can go back to them but gluten is one thing you would want to stay away from and then sugar um, whether brown or white sugar you're not supposed to go close to it and then um, most cooking vegetable oils you might want to go off them for some time till your body is able to heal based on her experiences Mariama has come up with several healthy recipes in building our customer base um, we still wanted to have and retain our Granny's Delight customers. So we still have um, recipes and menus for our Granny's Delight customers, which is um, everyday wellness. So you can still have your jollof rice, grilled chicken, but we this time around we are only um, using healthy oils we are serving it in it in its right proportions so we make sure that you have your portion of jollof rice that you love so much but there's another portion of large greens because the greens are what supports the body with good antioxidants no preservatives no artificial flavors mariama gradually started rebuilding her customer base we have orders for our salad nourishment packages, so I'm coming to prepare salad for a customer. Um, we have the everyday wellness, which is for the everyday Ghanaian who is very busy, wants to keep a busy life schedule. We give you healthy proteins, how to start your day on a green salad. And then we have the body care salad, which is for someone who wants to nourish their body in a way that they're able to manage their weight naturally, we will serve them salad as well. And then we have the Eat to Heal. Um, that one is designed for people who are trying to manage their chronic conditions with salad. positive feedback the feedback has been very very positive so we have clients who would sign on for our weekly salad packages because they have busy schedules and um, um, this supports them to manage stress better so some of the feedbacks we've had are people who have been able to wean off some of their chronic symptoms with our juicing programs, with our meal plans and with our salad packages. So the feedback and the patronage has been quite encouraging. Next time, we hear about the challenges and successes talked by Simply Green and where Mariama aims to take her business.
The Joy Business Van was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and MTN everywhere you go. And that's it for Business Life for today. I am Pius Kojobaka. I can get great stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. Bye.